quick, quick positive. Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell hot. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. So happy that you are listening. It's uh, July 24th, 2019. I believe it's a Wednesday, and we're here to talk about everything that affects you, the markets, the economy, your money, and all that other crap in between. And man, oh man, oh man, there is so much stuff going on, and we will cover it all. But first, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button with Twitter at Gary Kalbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. We're not fascists here. We're not Nazis. I am Jewish. We're not never-Trumpers. We're not kiss-butt-Trumpers. You should have seen what somebody tweeted me yesterday, that I was a never-Trumper. You would not believe the words this guy used. On Twitter! Anyway, I I blocked him. We, We don't put up with that stuff. You can read our commentary articles we post. If you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you every morning, and our convictionleaders.com email service. One month free because we're so benevolent. And that's right there at GaryK.com. Check it out. All right. <sighs> Excuse me. That was a cough on today. You know, you guys know us, right? Uh... We hate everyone. We have never been more optimistic on us. We have never been more pessimistic on them. And you know who them are. Them who created 22 trillion of debt, trillion dollar yearly deficits, the Ponzi scheme called Social Security, unfunded pensions and liabilities up the Yazoo, Wazoo, whatever. So everybody hates us, but that's okay. Because we love you. And we're looking out for you. So we had the uh, Mueller thing today, and I got news for you. I could care less about Mueller and this whole Mueller thing. We've told you from day one, the fix was in, the fix is in, the fix is going to be in. And that's not even making a commentary on Donald Trump. I don't know if he obstructed or colluded. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. We don't take a stance on that, because we don't know. I know the pundits take a stance, this or that, but I wasn't there. I can go by some evidence that they say they have, but how do you trust these people in government that brought us $22 trillion of debt? Anyway, Mueller was on the Hill today, and I must tell you, I was only thinking of one song while watching Mueller today, and you may go play it. You know, you can click, like, what do you go, YouTube or whatever, or... Led Zeppelin's dazed and confused. Robert Mueller looked dazed and confused out there. And it led people to state maybe he was just a figurehead in this whole nonsensical thing that's been going on for two years. I don't know. I've read Mueller's resume. Magnificent man. Magnificent man. But I think there's a reason when they had the press conference a couple of weeks or a few weeks ago, no questions were asked. He didn't know half the crap today. 
Now, I do know a lot of questions. I think there was like 100 questions where he said, that's not in my purview. So I kind of sarcastically made fun of it when I was on TV today. But he looked dazed and confused. But you know what? I don't care. Let me tell you what I care about. These quotes. Responsibility, integrity, and accountability. I'm not going to tell you who used those words. Undermine our democracy. I'm not going to tell you who used those words. Greed corrupts. I'm not going to tell you who used those words. Uh, disloyalty to country. I'm not going to tell you who used those words. Need to act in an ethical manner. No, I am not going to tell you who used those words. What I am going to tell you is, those were five separate people who used that, those little phrases as part of bigger sentences. And I'm thinking to myself, interesting, huh? Because if you added up those five, and how many years they have been in Washington, D.C. Anybody want to guess? Bueller? Bueller? They each, they averaged 24 years each. 24 one of them was 40 years. Now, in case you did not know, 24 years ago, our debt total, a eh, billion. So these people, these five, who said greed corrupts, responsibility, integrity, accountability, undermine our democracy, disloyalty to the country, need to act in an ethical manner. Well, their greed corrupts. They're not acting in a responsibility, integrity, and accountability. They're undermining our democracy. They are disloyal to our country. And they're not acting in an ethical manner as they have watched during their average 24 years our debt, not their debt, go from basically nothing to $22 trillion and counting and trillion-dollar deficits here, which makes them miserable failures with our treasure, our tax dollars, which are supposed to be precious and used efficiently and used effectively. Yet we have the opposite. The absolute opposite. As they took all the money we have sent them throughout those years and spent them inefficiently and ineffectively and an additional 20-some-odd trillion on top of that given us, the taxpayer, the big, gigantic, unethical, disloyal, irresponsible, lacking integrity, no accountability, with corruption and undermining democracy, the biggest middle finger of all time. So those five can go screw for all I care. And I would tell it to their face. I have no respect for these people. In all parties. I can't stand any of them. They're all guilty. We have ripped Trump to shreds on this show. Paul Ryan and McConnell, who raised federal spending $250 billion a year after stating if they were in power, they'd do something about big government. But I just had to bring this up because these five people are full of it. Absolutely full of it. Because today and every day going forward, $3 billion is going to be added to our debt. And today and every day going forward, $1.5 billion is going towards interest. Do you believe that? A billion and a half dollars every day is going towards interest to pay on the debt that they've created throughout all these years? And they're whining and complaining? But we need more money. We need more money. We don't have enough. We don't have enough. Really, we don't have enough. Give me more. We'll do good with it. We've got to help the poor downtrodden. We've got to build infrastructure. Really? So the $22 trillion of debt on top of what we sent you ain't enough. Well, guess what? It ain't. Because they're proposing tax on top of tax on top of tax. 
So we'll lead off with that up next. And full market rep because we have a heck of a lot of stuff to discuss today. We will not miss a beat, we promise. That's up next. On this the one and only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Caldwell. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. To put the exclamation point on today in Muller, I kind of felt bad for the guy. I think there's a reason he didn't want to be up there. I think he really did not know everything that was being asked, and he had to move away from it. We could talk bias all we want, but it doesn't matter. And we could talk media, but guess what? CNN, MSNBC, you you should have heard their commentary today. First off, MSNBC was beside themselves. They were so depressed. They called it a disaster, because they ain't going to be happy until he's in chains. And CNN was like rooting the guy on. It's so funny. By the way, I'm not talking opinion people. Opinion people can be opinionated. I have no problem with them on the left or the right. But the anchors on these stations, I don't know what the hell happened. The anchors are no longer anchors. They're no longer reporting the news. They're driving the bus. So we can't trust the word they're saying. At least on the right and on the left, I know who's opinions. And I know who's in the tank and who's not. Anyway, so I said to you before... um, you know, these five, and I'm, I'm not going to mention names, it doesn't matter, it really doesn't matter. But I get home today to the studio, and all of a sudden I get sent this, and I just got to read this to you. You know, we've done a little thing on this show with you, how many taxes can these socialists propose? And basically we've made fun of them, because there's really not been a tax they haven't proposed. Seriously, they've hit everything. Well, we got a new one today, amazingly. So let me read. Two Democratic... I take that back. Two socialist U.S. senators will unveil a bill tomorrow, get this, to curb climate change by slapping a fee on oil, natural gas, and coal, and delivering most of the revenues to low- and middle-income Americans. Okay. Well, how does that curb climate change by slapping a fee on somebody? It doesn't. And as we've told you, they're all full of it. You can't stop the weather. You can't stop hurricanes. You can't stop flood. You can do better. And we're, as we told you, we're bigger environmentalists than the rest of these people. Al Gore, give me a break. The guy's a charlatan. 13 years ago, he said we're doomed in 10 years. And he's made himself $100 million creating uh, green energy companies, getting not loans from the government, but grants. Here, pocket it. And of course, now they're telling us, well, uh, well uh, 12 years now. Just remember, charlatans and con artists create a crisis and then tell you how much money they have to take away from you to fight the crisis, even though there isn't the crisis. But wait a minute, Gary, there's climate, you're damn straight there's climate change. And you damn straight there's extreme weather. You know what? Since the beginning of the Big Bang, we've had climate change and extreme weather. The cavemen had it. We've been in hot spells, cold spells, freezes. Oops, 30 years ago we were told it was global cooling. And then they changed to global warming. And then they realized, well, wait a minute, not every year's warming, so we need to change the marketing. So let's go to climate change because we can never be wrong. If it's cold, it's climate change. If it's hot, it's climate change. If there's no hurricanes for 10 years, that's because of climate change. If there's 10 hurricanes a year, it's because of climate change. Thus the scam. The scam isn't that the climate changes. The scam is these people that are going after your wallets. So they're proposing this. Now, here's the fun part. This is the fun part. Senator Chris Coons said on Wednesday, and he and Senator Dianne Feinstein 
will introduce the Climate Action Rebate Act. Oh, they have great names for this BS. Which will generate $2.5 trillion in revenue over 10 years starting in 2020. It would rebate about 70% of the money to families that make less than 130000 per year and use the rest for energy infrastructure, job retraining of fossil fuel workers when they get canned, and research and development. But here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure you know this. Generate $2.5 trillion in revenue over 10 years, $250 million a year. They're going to rebate 70% of the money to families. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're going to give them squat. And by the way, why would you give people money that make less than 100? Oh, so if you make 120000 you get some money back? Are these people insane? Uh, now 120000 a year is poverty? But anyway, just remember, when the government gets a dollar of your taxes, 80 cents of it goes to, let's see, the committees, the commissions, the commissions to get the committees, the grade A office buildings in Washington and Virginia, by the way, go check them out, the staff, the bureaucracy, and out of every dollar, maybe 20 cents flows down. So A, going to do anything, and to say the rest for energy infrastructure. So how is that going to fight climate change? It doesn't. In other words, again, the politicians are lying out their rear ends at you guys. Just another scam. It's a scam. It's an absolute unadulterated con. And they have no embarrassment in putting these cons in front of you. I love the part, oh, the fossil fuel workers are job retraining. So in other words... We're shutting your asses down. Just like Obama did with the coal companies. Uh, but don't worry, we have money now to retrain you. Because we took money from the companies you were working for that shut down because of the money we took away. You get it, kids? By the way, we wish we were making this up. We wish this could be on Comedy Channel. This is the real world. And this is on top of, let's see, higher estate taxes, higher payroll taxes, wealth taxes, estate tax. Uh, what does Bernie want? To take over all the health care and insurance? Oh, uh, oh, 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 wait a minute. The tax to pay for the education and the student loans they're going to forgive. Oh, the VAT tax, the war tax. How about this guy Wang that wants to give every person 18000 bucks a year? Remember, the government gives nothing. It's only the taxpayer. Just remember, when go government tells you they're given, they don't give squat. They have nothing. Government can't even turn on the first light bulb without the ta our tax dollars. Just remember that, ladies and gentlemen. So, just letting you know. All in one day, I had to go through all this nonsense and the BS being skewed by the socialists with no help from the Republicans. As promised, up next, everything market. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is what only investors have. You're listening to America is talking Investor's Edge You gotta be pleased with that The crowd is just on his feet here He's a Cinderella boy With Gary Coldbaugh I'm highly recommended You're gonna feel better if you talk to him The market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with a man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. The Dow was down 80, but Boeing was down 11. Caterpillar was down 6. And remember our mantra on Boeing. You can catch trades on it. But overall, I think there's still too much uncertainty. Hey, it just went from 347 up to 380-something in two and a half weeks. But it's back to 361 now. And they're no, sales down 35% and big loss, and you know that story. And we still don't know the real outcome of this. Just because Boeing sets a size $5 billion because of the issues they have, doesn't mean it's not going to 10 Anyway, so that was the story there. But the bigger story, S&P up 14, NASDAQ up 70, NASDAQ 156. But again, the big story, the semiconductors up 48. Unbelievable. Now, just again, a little background. Texas Instrument reports earnings yesterday. 
They were terrible. Guidance was not good. No, not kidding. Imagine this. Your Texas Instruments, your stock has come back to the highs, so you would think there's risk. You report a 9% drop in sales, an 11% drop for this quarter in sales. Uh, stock was up $9 today to 129 Teradyne, up almost 10 to 58 bucks. A gargantuan move on the gap. Silicon Labs, starts down on earnings, finishes up 7 Now, we may get a little change tomorrow because Xilinx, which was up 5 today, is down 6 in the aftermarket. But I got news for you. Probably opens down 6 and finishes up 2. Anyway, the best way I can explain the semiconductors, damn. Damn. That's all I can say. Now, we also had a lot of earnings, so let me just rip through a few. Chipotle gaps up, finishes up 38. Uh, Discovery Financial gaps up, finishes up 7.5. Snap Inc. Uh, closes at 17.60, up 2 and 3 quarters. We mentioned Texas Instrument Terror. UPS. You ready for this? Magnificent numbers. Earnings up 1, revenues up 3. Stock was up 9 bucks today to 114. Go figure. Go figure. Other names, strength, gaps. Uh, Lithium Motors, LAD. Now you have two names, Auto Nation and Lithium Motors, real great reaction to earnings, which were not very good earnings. Northrop Grumman, up 19. Defense contractor, because everybody likes a big war. Uh, I mentioned Silicon Labs. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. For now. But just a lot of jello moving on the plate here. And the good news is, it's in differing sectors. And I got news for you. There's no chance of a bear market if semiconductors are strong. And, and, and the financials have woken up. They're still not strong, strong, but they've woken up a little bit. Visa opens up down a buck and a half, finishes up two on their earnings. But, of course, there's a lot more to come. So let's do a few from after the close today. Uh, PayPal, eh, down eight bucks in the aftermarket. That's been a good stock. But down eight bucks in the aftermarket. We'll see how it finishes. And, by the way, this can change overnight. Facebook, sandbagged. Gary, what's a sandbag? simple. Just remember, companies quietly guide the analysts on Wall Street. Companies know, yeah, we're going to do 250 a share. We'll tell them we're going to do 230 a share. But we'll guide them to 230, and then we do 250 and say we beat by 20 cents. That's what happens. Apple was graded at under Steve Jobs. Uh, but Facebook numbers, uh, 14% earnings growth. So the last four quarters on Facebook, earnings growth, 11, 8, 12, 14. That's pedestrian. Pedestrian. Stock's up two and a half bucks in the aftermarket. It was up six, then it was flat, now it's up two and a half bucks. And again, we'll see what happens by tomorrow. Because I believe they're in conference call and all that fun stuff. Other disasters today, Norfolk Southern, uh, down 12 bucks today, and that's in the transports. Not very good. Tupperware, down three and a half to 14 and change. No happy there. iRobot, down 15 to 74 bucks. Amphenol, down 6 to $92. I mentioned Caterpillar, down 6 uh, Anthem, that's a managed care company, down 14 today. That didn't help them. And Thermo, eh, that's only down 5 whoopee do. But just a lot moving on the plate. Lots of gel. The good news is, oh, I got one other one. Manhattan Associates. M-A-N-H. You ready for this? Up 13 today to 85 and 3 quarters. You ready? Worst earnings quarter out of the last four quarters. Down 11%. Gary, how can that be? Don't know. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the news, it's how markets react to the news. We've stopped trying to figure out certain things every now and then. When you see a Bitcoin do what it does, you, you, you know, your brains get scrambled. Our job is price, not opinion. 
And when I say opinion, I'm not talking about pundits' opinion. We're talking markets' opinion. Sherwin-Williams is up like 30 and change yesterday on their numbers. Sales growth up two. That's it. It was up another 11 today. They have good paint. But again, price. For whatever reason, price is being bid up on a Sherwin-Williams. Uh, service now. Uh, eh, down 17 bucks in the aftermarket to 280. And we'll see how that goes. They have a conference call also in a little while. And that's been a strong name. We'll see if it stays down overnight, where that affects the rest of those software names in that group, because that group has been tick, 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 tick. Uh, but no argument with today. Uh, the Dow was meaningless. Uh, it was two names doing the trade. Well, United Health was down four also. Just our themes remain the same. And that includes the Boeing part. And I've got a lot of questions on Boeing. For people that have held it a long time, and I don't tell them what to do if you held it a long time. That's a tough one. But you've got to believe the closer they get to resolution, the better. Because this is a damn good company. With a couple of pretty freaking big missteps. People buying is a misstep, ladies and gentlemen. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, bond market uh, yields came down today, 2.05. Uh, I, uh, the numbers out of Germany continue to be bad. Numbers out of a lot of areas in Europe continue to be bad. But their stocks, were, their prices were up overnight because they're lowering rates again. Yay! You got a new prime minister in uh, uh, the UK, and the media hates the guy. You think the mainstream media hates Trump here? Times that by 10. And the guy's got some funky hair also, like Trump. So they, like, spend their day making fun of his hair. I, I, I say to the guy, his name's Boris Johnson, by the way, a little dabble do you. Probably want to put a little dippity do in there and fix that stuff up. Uh, and as we've told you for three years, Brexit don't matter. Overhyped, overdone. And, of course, massive failure by the people running the joint in the U.K. The people voted for Brexit, and it's now three years later, and it ain't happening yet. Good government, huh? I got a lot of questions about this Snap Inc. Based on what I said yesterday. Names that are under-owned, under-loved, not known about, and boom, gap up, strong. By the way, uh, stock was up on five times average volume. <sighs> Snap Inc. still loses money. But in this market, doesn't care right now. I gotta believe this thing's gonna be in the 20s. Don't know if it's gonna go to 16 or 15 first. But pay attention to Snap, SNAP. Up next, something I never talk about, and much more. This is the one only investors have. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investors with Gary Kolbach. Yeah, 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 yeah. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. A few little tidbits. Uh, Trump vowed to, President Trump, vowed to have millions of arrests by ICE and all kinds of raids. 18 family members. Remember, Trump equals bluster on a lot of things. You remember the European auto tariffs they took off four days before with no negotiations. Mexican tariffs, gone. New China tariffs, gone. Bluster. Anyway, did nothing on these raids. 18 people. Amazing. Uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, governor's still in power. And what have I told you about Puerto Rico for many years? They're thieves there in government. They're a bunch of... Cor- what are they, like $85 billion in debt? For what? You ever been to Puerto Rico? What are they spending the money on? Not the rainforest. Anyway, I love Puerto Rico. One of my pl- favorite places to visit. And unfortunately, 
corrupt num- numbskulls, and this numbskull running the joint refuses to step down, even though, like, all the population has been protesting against them. What a moron. Absolute moron. Next. Netflix. I bounced up 10 bucks today. That's all. Keep in mind, stock went from 384 down to 307. You're going to bounce every now and then. And that's in the last two weeks. We're going to be putting together, there's going to be a week in the next month or so where uh, I'm going to be gone and Adam's going to be gone. So we're putting together a few educational programs. Really good stuff. Uh, we're going to do something on our setups, buy, sell. We'll do more. We're going to throw in mortgages and what we just everything on you with your money. We hardly ever talk about put call ratios and stuff like that on the show. Uh, we have these what we call secondary indicators. Secondary prices first. Everything else is secondary. But we have these what we call sentiment indicators. And the best way to explain it is to go to the extremes. If everybody's bullish and has spent every dime of their investment dollars already, what's going to happen to the market? It's going to go down because there's no more ammunition to move the market higher. If everybody is out of the market and the market's turning up, what does that money tend to do? Extreme bearishness. You remember 08, people were going to the bank and taking cash out like I did. So we have something called the put calls. And all that is is option betters. Puts are betting on the downside, calls are betting on the upside. And we can measure these things. We can measure the extremes. And what do we mean by that? Normally, people are buying more calls than puts. Why? Because normally, people are optimistic people. So it's normal to have more calls than puts. But of course, when there's ridiculous amount of calls and no puts, it's an extreme, which kind of possibly gets you closer to where the market turns and heads down. And of course, on the other side of the coin, when everybody's buying puts, betting on the market going down. And we call these people the wrong way crowd. Why do you do that? Well, because they're usually the wrong way at extremes. Matter of fact, pretty much every time it goes to these real extremes, these vicious extremes on both sides. So when we see ridiculous over-the-top bullishness measured by just over-the-top amount of calls versus puts and nobody betting on the downside, usually means we're getting close. doesn't have to be pinpoint. doesn't have to be that day or the next day. It just usually means you're probably getting on the close side. And we're just letting you know, you hit a vicious bullish extreme today on the amount of calls and puts. Nobody betting on the market heading down. Nobody. And I say that, of course there are, but you know I, I use a little sarcasm in there. So just put that in your final manager. It may mean nothing. Or it may mean something. And we have back-tested this, and we have talked to the people that have back-tested it. It's pretty damn good. But just remember, it's only for the short term. It does not change the big picture. But sometimes you've got to take the bloom off the rose, the froth out off the whatever, to go even higher prices. And if you look at the semiconductor index right now, the oft-looked-at semiconductor, one has to wonder if maybe that's got to be worked off a little bit. Maybe. Doesn't have to be 100%, but just maybe. So just let you know we wanted to mention today, 
the put calls. And if you have a chance, you go on the little Google and put in put call ratio, what does it mean, and you can read up about it, and you'll get a feel uh, for what we're trying to tell you. And there are other things we look at also, front covers. You know, if uh, Newsweek has the front cover of, you know, Elon Musk, not sure I want to buy Tesla there, that type of stuff. But again, file manager stuff, price first, everything else second. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. Don't forget 5 p.m. tomorrow night, Bulls and Bears, that's me. And when you get home, do like I do. Quite the simple. Make sure you hug your children. Night, my dog. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.